Hi, and welcome to the second episode of the Testament Man podcast. I'm Patrick, and I will be your host again. Uh, today's episode is going to be a conversation I had with my good friend, Anthony. Um, Anthony and our conversation took place in a Starbucks, which is kind of why it was so loud. So apologies for the audio. Um, but during our conversation, we talked a lot about the definitions of what it means to be a man and the many ways that it's perceived. Uh, a couple of things that were happening in pop culture. Um and a few other things. So here's the interview in its entirety, and I hope you enjoy it. As always, uh, feel free to join in the conversation. You all can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you find this at, uh, and let me know what you think. All right. I am Anthony Robinson. I'm 28 years old from St. Louis, Missouri. I am a photographer, Christian, husband, love people, I want to make the world a better place. <laughs> All right. So, hey, Anthony. What's up? Uh, you already know the project is called The Test of a Man. Uh, and what I'm doing is... The fact that he makes. I, I did get it. I got it off the alpha pole. So I figured, I figured it'd, be some, it'd be some bros who understand what's going on. Uh, but pretty much the purpose of this is just to document the ways in which we define black masculinity and the black black manhood mm-hmm. um, as I've been traveling so much uh, I've been learning a lot about what it means to be a man mm-hmm. uh, but also getting to see different rites of passage yeah. uh, and it made me kind of wonder like what what is our rite of passage mm-hmm. when do black when do black boys become black men mm-hmm. uh, so I want to try to go around I want to interview people and want to ask them a question uh, so what is what is the transition into adulthood look mm-hmm. like for black boys mm-hmm. uh, so I wanted to ask I want to ask these questions so you can take some time to think about mm-hmm. them uh, but what was your transition into manhood like? Um, who gets to who gets to determine when black boys become black men? Uh, is it something that they get to do themselves? Is it something their parents do? Uh, something that society uh, gets to determine? Who in society? Policemen? You know, because we have these high-profile killings pretty much right down the street from here. So mm-hmm. I think that's also really important to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, and when do you think you were perceived as a man right or are you still you still working on it too because i know there are a lot of factors that are going in mm-hmm. uh so it's going to be it's going to be it's it's interview style but it's also going to be a dialogue okay. that we have so if you okay. have questions you want to add some things you want to say some stuff yeah uh then feel free you know to speak on it then okay we'll start whenever you're i think ready. i think i internalized them i think i internalized them enough okay for us to be <clears throat> for us to flow everything is my mic on yep you're good Give me a little more level. Give me. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> turn, turn, turn my head headphones. <laughs> now, nah, man. Um. Okay. So your first question, you said, "When did I realize that I was a man?" Yeah. Is that pretty much? Yeah, that's basically right on. So, man, I I think even even up to this point in my life, I'm 28 years old. I think even up to this point in my life, um, I'm kind of really realizing and coming to terms with full manhood, right? Um, I think for me, uh, one of those things was definitely independence. Um, I don't know if that's, if that's, that's probably what it is with American, uh, an American way of, of thinking, period, or American standard of manhood in, in and of itself. Uh, but I know for me, you know, coming out of high school, um, still had parents paying for bills, stuff like that. Um, not really not totally aware of finances um 
while in college and stuff like that. You know, I'm spending money willy nilly here and there. You know, it, it just didn't it didn't matter to me. Uh, aside outside of the fact that I know I didn't want to be broke, <laughs> you know what I mean. But but other than that, you know, you know, I, I think I think I think that independence um, kind of closely relates or closely ties to my finances. Early on, um, as I got older, being more responsible of I guess the intangibles. Uh, that doesn't have to necessarily do with with finances. So if I know I have to get something done, yeah. taking the responsibility and um, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Taking the responsibility and I guess the 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 control, uh, if you will, to get it done. Whether it's it's get a bill turned in, get a get a paper turned in. You know what I mean? Um, I had to turn in some paperwork for some taxes or some tax information or whatever that may be. My getting my voter's registration card together, just those like kind of intangible things um, that I was solely responsible for. That I didn't have mommy and daddy to look after me and remind me to get it done. Um, I don't know. I think those are like the two big things that kind of kind of play into that. I think it's really interesting that you mentioned. Uh when you were younger, you defined it, you know, kind of as financial independence, you know, having your finances in order. Because uh, I do think that's an important part of kind of realizing that transition to becoming a man. Because mm-hmm. I think for many people in America, at least, that's one of those rites of passages that they make mm-hmm. uh, when you get your first job, right? That's usually like a, a pretty mm-hmm. big thing. You know, when somebody's like, cool, I'm making my own money. My parents don't have to buy things for me right mm-hmm. now. I can buy for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, or do you think there are any any rites of passages that are specific to black men? Because you know, when I think when I think of hmm. when I think of those rites of passages, just 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 nationally, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, your first your first job, yeah. financial independence, uh, your driver's license, you know, being able to go mm-hmm. places, you could take yourself somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, your first, it's like your first boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, uh, moving out of your parents' house. Uh, the first time you have sex. That's that's, right? that's really the or one that came to mind. Losing kid, your like virginity. Yeah. Losing your virginity. Having a kid. That's a good one too. Um, I think it plays two sides though between losing your virginity and having a child, right? Because yeah. of course you can have sex without having a kid, right? Yeah. Um, so you know we see it on plenty of movies. You know, the the young young black man goes in his his older cousin gives him a condom, pats him on the back. Don't let me down, my man. Walks in, walks out. Did the do? You a man now, yeah. right? Is and and that's and that's consistent. And and the the boy, we're just gonna say boy because I'm you know it's kind of translating to that I guess predetermined manhood or premature manhood because I think there's a such thing. Um, versus when that boy got that girl pregnant and they have a child now. He's a man to his parents. His parents are going to say, you, you're an adult. You have no choice. You're an adult. You're a, you are fathering a child. You are a parent that you are responsible for. You have to make sure they're fed, clothed, housed, nurtured, educated, and everything else. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. It's like the, the voluntary versus involuntary manhood that kind of gets decided when when the idea of sex comes into play, yeah. more so than I, th- I think more so than um, you know moving out or something like that. I mean, it all kind of follows suit. If you get a, if you have a child, you're probably gonna have to move out pretty soon too. 
Probably. Yeah. It's not every case, but probably. I don't, I don't know. Right. I do think I think that's also like you said. That's that's really interesting that you brought up the pop culture aspect because uh, a couple months ago, you know, Lil Boosie, uh, his son, his son, uh, I think that he maybe hit his teens. Mm-hmm. You know, teens or uh, he came some some certain age, and uh, Boosie actually posted on Instagram. He's like, uh, for my son's birthday, I got him a bad bitch and a blowjob or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, but when you look at it, like this is like a, it's a it's a twelve year old kid. It's a kid. Like, I, so I think I think it's important that you mention that that connection between black masculinity, black manhood, black adulthood, and sex as it's perceived in the media, as it's perceived in our communities. Yeah. Um, who do you think, by and large, kind of determines when uh, a black boy becomes a black man? Is it society? Is it something that they perceive themselves, their peers, their family? Or do all of these things happen uh, differently or at different at different times. How far back are we really gonna go? As like how as, deep are we really gonna go? As far as hey, we go as deep as you want to. Because I don't maybe maybe I'm thinking too hard, but maybe it's maybe it's from something long stemming back uh, maybe a hundred years ago or or whatever that may be. I, that I don't know. Um. But I feel like it, it leads that way. You know what I mean? Like, it can't just be last 50 years, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if, you, if you're doing this, this, and this, you're a man. Or if you have this, this, and this privilege, you're a man. I feel like it's some, like some, something long ago has said, all right, when this happens, this is generally related to adults. Whereas, I mean, I don't know, I've never witnessed it, but I'm pretty sure there are other cultures that actually have actual rituals or something like that that says... When a 15-year-old boy does this or a 14-year-old boy does this, he is looked at as a man in his community. We don't have, we don't necessarily have that in America, which is kind of what, what we're getting at with. Man, I don't, I don't know. Right, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe, maybe there's, there's some like kind of, maybe it has to deal with like the level of danger, right? Like, you know, as kids, we're always taught. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do this. And I think I have the virginity thing still playing in my, like, I guess it's my context. Uh, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. You don't have to worry about this. You don't have to worry about that. And those pronouns or whatever, whatever that speaks to, to you. So when you go forth and you do those things, maybe that is what gives us a level of, of that responsibility, saying that, okay, I'm doing something that I really shouldn't have to be worried about or doing or I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing so maybe that does put me a level up socially from kid to adult boy to man you know what I mean i.e. 10 year old boy that has to go work sweeping up the 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 corner store to make some extra money to help mom out that's an extra level of responsibility that most people would say kids don't have to have but he's been doing it does that is that not something that an adult does? You know what I mean? Like maybe that's that that's kind of like the the field that I'm that I'm playing in. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the the rushed the rushed responsibility or or experiences that plays into okay, I'm a man. I think so. I think I just talked to that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's yeah. difficult. Think, it's a difficult thing. It. It's a difficult thing to think about because there is no one set ritual that we have, right? You're talking about the rites of passages. You know, in, uh, mm-hmm. in the Jewish community, they have bat mitzvahs, mm-hmm. right? You become a bat mitzvah. 
uh, where you are recognized by your society, by your community, by your people, by your peers as a man. Yep. Right? Uh, there's a small island in the, in the Pacific Ocean where uh, young boys, right, they do the, they do the land diving mm-hmm. ritual, right? And once you do that, then your community sees you as a man. And how, and how, how young are they? Like when they, I know bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs usually. 15? Yeah. 14? Usually, yeah, 15, 13. Yeah, early Somewhere early around teens, there, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. The same thing. Uh, in the Amazon, yeah. you know, they take, they take fire ants and they, they make a glove and it's woven with that. In order to become a man, you have to undergo this ritual oh my goodness. <laughs> upwards of 20 times. And you're not expected to make a single sound. Huh. Right? <laughs> uh, well, and here it's just, by law, 18, you're a man. 18, yeah. 18, you're, I guess, legally, you're legally recognized as the man. But I think for many of us, uh, we were kind of we identifying as adult men or as adults before then. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... Turn, like I said, you turn 16, you get your, you got your car, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, that's when like, you might see yourself as a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your friends, it was when you got old girl uh, back during homecoming, yeah. or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to your parents is when you finally got money to move out. Mm-hmm. Uh, to some people is when you finally, when you got accepted to college mm-hmm. and you moved out and you're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Some people is when they got their first job. So yeah, there is no real, there's no one rite of passage. Yeah that we undergo uh, and we all define we all define manhood or the transition into manhood very differently do you think that as a culture as black culture we could we would benefit by having a set rite of passage into adulthood for young black boys if we all had something that we could undergo and say now when you do this you are a man it's, it's something that's, that's recognized by everyone I, don't, I think that would make things tough, because because that given that other com- communities and cultures do have you know rites of passage and stuff like that, that doesn't mean I necessarily agree with it. You know what I mean? It's cool, you know, it's cool to see, but maybe it just has to do with how we were, how I've grown up. But given a thirteen-year-old adolescent. The title of man, what I relate, what I relay, man to, and thirteen-year-old adolescent, not fully developed brain, to, it's like that's not that's that's brash, you know. Decisions, decision-making skills at that at that level of that point of, of life is is different. <laughs> you know, you're thinking different. You're thinking you're thinking differently, and there are some. Some people who are, I guess, a little more advanced than others, and vice versa. But <clears throat> nah, I, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's cool now, because uh, you're putting, man, putting those expectations on kids. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's different. That's different to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what, what you think? Um, no, I think I'm in the same, I'm in the same vein as you. You know, uh, and I think maybe that has to do with our upbringing, right? Because yeah. Uh, well, this, I guess this brings me to my next question, my next two questions. Uh, number one, how do you define a man? In your own personal opinion, like what, what makes someone a man? So, a man, to me, it's kind of how, how I, I guess how, how I view myself, right? But you take responsibility for whatever it is that 
you dedicate yourself to. I think that's the easiest definition I can give. Now, whether that be financially, um, emotionally, um, physically, or like, I guess, relationally, whatever it is, if you're going to dedicate yourself to something, then, then you're going to be able to do it. And you're going to figure out a way to uphold that as well. Um, now whether you need help, you know, there's nothing wrong. If you, hey, I don't know how to do this, but let me figure this out. Okay, but you still got it done. If you can, if you are the person that's solely responsible for all of for all of those things, then so be it. You're you are you're a man in my book. I guess that goes back into what I was saying. Like there are some people who are younger that they can do that. So are they men? Hey, is it a mix of what I just described and? <laughs> your actual age or something like that, you know, I don't man. So I think, I think Yeah, I think <laughs> I think what you're getting at is that in order to be perceived as a man, right? There's no it's not a fluid it's not a fluid oh I'm sorry. Or manhood is a fluid transition. Mm. Uh, for some people it happens earlier mm-hmm. in the way that they're perceived uh, by others based on their responsibilities, mm-hmm. what they have to do in order to do things. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, whether it's taking on jobs they didn't necessarily want to, but yeah. they need to. Uh, it's growing up. It seems like you're saying it's growing up faster, mm-hmm. uh, or just growing up at some point, mm-hmm. you know, or in certain in certain ways. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, I guess what you're getting at is that manhood is not. It's no rigid. There's no rigid guidelines yeah. to define a man. Yeah, because right? it's it's a fluid. It's a fluid transition. Yeah, like it's like I don't know, like 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 I, like looking back. Like I feel like I, I've I've come I've come to meet some seventeen year olds who are very responsible kids, man. Like very I'm still calling them kids, right? Yeah. Very responsible kids, right? Compared to when I was seventeen. You know, like these these kids are aware what they're doing, what they wanna do, how to get to it. Whereas I look back when I was seventeen, like, man, I feel like I was flying by the wayside. You know what I mean? Like just going with the flow. Um but I'm still calling them a kid because they're not eighteen. Not yeah. even not even twenty one. Even even eighteen year olds. I'm saying they're still kids because yeah, there's still a level of experience there. You know what I mean? Just experience with life coming into different different circumstances that you know you can just gain some wisdom from. Whether it be important or not, probably the more important things you just haven't had to deal with. As far as you know, majority of kids haven't had to deal with. I'll, I'll say just with different different responsibilities that vast majority of adults do have. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I guess uh, another question that I have, I don't know if this is going to be the final question, but it could transition into more. But um, like I said earlier, we're, we're right down the street pretty much from where mm-hmm. the whole Mike Brown incident mm-hmm. happened. Uh, and it got, it got people talking a lot about just race relations in America, what defines you know, young black man who yeah. gets to determine when they become adult men. Yeah. Uh, for many, Mike Brown, he, even though, like you said, he was under the age of under the age of eighteen, yep. right? And he still was lacking so many experiences. Yeah. Even if he was eighteen, he still there's still so many things he yeah. wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah. Still can't drink. Yep. Still, still has to pay that extra uh, insurance if he's <laughs> yep. renting a car. Yep. Right. Still has to. Uh, there was another incident that happened in Ohio. Twelve-year-old uh-huh. Tamir Rice mm-hmm. was shot and killed by the police. Uh, in a park within mm-hmm. like two seconds, two or three seconds of them showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a report in saying it looks like a, it's a man 
with a gun in the party. <laughs> right? So within those two seconds, they saw this 12-year-old boy, and they identified him as a man. Yeah. Um, and for me, that really got me thinking about who gets to who gets to determine when young black boys become black men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would seem like in this kind of, in today's society, like this environment, uh, it seems like our our manhood, our adulthood, is oftentimes determined by people who don't know us, yeah. right? Uh, whether it's an authority figure, right, yeah. the police or a judge. Uh, we let a lot of other people go in and they, they get determined when we become men, yeah. right? Is your friends, uh, your parents. Uh, so who do you think, who do you think determined when you were like finally a man? Like, I guess, or were you, did someone say it or like recognize it? Or did you notice a shift in the way someone treated you that made you finally feel like you like, I'm a man. I've made it. It could be your wife. It could be yourself. It could be your family, your grandparents. I, I don't think there was a shift in it from how anyone else treated me, but I think it was it was more an internal thing. Um, I, 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 even recently, man, I've been talking about this with my wife. Um, <clears throat> and it's funny because it ties back to, I guess, the first point I brought up, just my level of responsibility now. Um you know, I got, I've been married two and a half years. Now, uh, when I got out of school, I think we were, we were still together. We weren't married yet. I think, got out of school. So yeah, so I was out of school for two years. So that was two years in between me being still a little bit, um, I guess, dependent on my parents while in school um, to going out on my own and having my own family, right? I had a two-year time frame in that. So that being said, I guess I'm, what, four years in to feeling like I'm, you know, I'm wholly responsible for myself. Um, and I think it's now, like these last two, three years, it's really like where it's coming, where it's coming into play for me. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I, I guess, for example, like I feel like I, I am a man, right? I don't ask my parents for anything. I don't I didn't ask anybody for anything, right? Just as far, as far as like to take care of myself and my family. Like if, I, if I'm if I'm gonna be over this, I'm gonna take care of it, and it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. You know what I mean? And that, and that's it. So yeah, man. Last two three years, that's 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 what it's been for me. That's that's my realization. I guess that's big. <laughs> that's big, man. And it's great, man. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I, I'm rare with that. I don't think many people will admit that. It's kind of late. Right, that it's, yeah, yeah, it's late. It's but late, yeah, right? It's what we talked about earlier. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a fluid thing. We don't have, it's no deter, it's no set time, I think, in which we need to, we need to find, mm-hmm. you know, need to, to fit, to fit this, uh, this yeah. definition. Yeah. Uh, because there is no one definition of what makes someone a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's, and man, and that's manhood. Again, again, my definition, how I said at the beginning, when we started talking, when it comes to responsibility all around. Yeah, responsibility all around. Now, other things, just as far as like character traits, that might even be a whole other conversation. <laughs> but char- character traits of a man, you know, just as far as standing up for your word, all that stuff, you know, standing on yours, you have to feel some kind of way, then that's what it is, then that's something else that, of course, can... That, that can go all the way into your teenage years if that's the kind of person you are but yeah 
far as I see it, that responsibility aspect, that's huge as far as manhood is concerned. All right, Anthony, uh, well, I think that was all I had. I appreciate your time. appreciate your help, your insight. Thanks, Patrick. It was good. It was good, man. That was, that was cool. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good topic. I like that. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. All right. I'm going to stop this.